Welcome to Flix, my name is Daniel Swan, uh, this is episode 58 in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Park Chan-wook's The Handmaiden in both spoiler-free and spoiler-filled detail, so there's something for everybody. I know that we've done these kind of films a lot, but I promise this is the last South Korean erotic psychological thriller we'll be doing for a while. cinema is not something that we have really focused on in flicks so far. Would you agree? I would agree with that statement. Good. So this is a bit of a departure for us. But yeah. we, we well, watch we watch know. world cinema. Yeah. And I think we can classify everything that isn't people speaking English as a separate thing. I guess well, it seems like we are doing I that. feel like that's what we've done. I feel there like that's go. what we've done. Here we are. Here we are. There you go. Um, so, The Handmaiden. Yes. Uh, Park Chan-wook's uh, period tale of intrigue and subterfuge and love, forbidden love, the forbidden fruit. Um, yes. Yes. In Japan-controlled Korea in the 1990s. Possibly. Um, yeah. Uh, so he is the guy who did uh, Old Boy, amongst other things. That's probably his oh. most famous film. Okay. Which we watched and didn't love. Yeah. Um, but then he's come roaring back with this. It's widely regarded by a lot of people. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes currently with a 95%. Wow. That's really high. Yeah. Um, with an average rating of 8.3 out of 10. Interesting. Um, what is your producer's pitch, Tiffany B, for Park Chan-wook's The Handmaiden, a.k.a. Argasi, which is the original Korean title? Go. Um, okay, I went for potentially rather predictably... Uh oh. Um, uh -oh. Memoirs of a Geisha. Ah, yes. Because I thought it follows a young woman. Uh-huh. Well, and this one follows a couple of young women, yeah. but at least the beginning part has a very kind of memoirs of a geisha feel about it, okay. which is a young woman um, in Japan or Korea in this case. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of kind of Japanese influence, isn't there? Yeah. There, so, um, and uh, yeah, kind of her, she she le she leaves her kind of nest. Yeah. And is out on her own uh -huh. and kind of in a new house, in a new place, in a new culture, a new environment. Yeah. Finding her way through that. Yeah. So I felt like there were some real kind of parallels there. Yeah. Obviously there are cultural parallels as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the kind of young woman in um, quite a harsh culture. She seems like in both cases haven't had a really amazing upbringing. Yeah. Um, and then it's like kind of coming into adulthood and yeah. finding her own way. Yeah. Um, so Memoirs of Geisha meets um, Gone Girl. 
Oh. And given that it's spoiler-free, yes. I probably won't go into too much detail yes. as to why, but I thought that it had a similar um, framing structure Yeah. in that it kind of... Um, Not all is as it seems. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good shout. I think, yeah, there's... Because, yeah, so basically, at the beginning, it's a girl becoming a handmaiden for some like rich, a lady. rich lady woman. Yeah. Um, I just, I can't work out when it's set, but apparently Japan uh, occupied Korea between 1910 and 1945. So sometime... So around that time, yeah. Early 20th century. Um, yeah, so she goes to be a... a, a yeah, a handmaiden for a very rich lady, um, but she may have ulterior motives. Ha 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 ha! And that kind of you know, yeah, it, it gets revealed fairly early on. So that's not particularly a spoiler, but there's no. further twists and turns to to come. Yes. Um, what was yours? Mine was possibly predictably oh. slash possibly racist. Oh. Um, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon, because that is another. Asian um, foreign language film that I feel like is set in a similar kind of time. It's got that kind of old style about it. I feel like, I don't know, again, it's probably me just being ignorant and slightly racist, but I feel like the kind of the Japanese style of things with like the sliding doors with the kind of paper things, that doesn't really place it in any very specific time period. I don't think so. No, I would think I feel it's like still had that. there, like within some capacity. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, probably from a long time yeah. ago to not that long ago. Because they have that in the Wolverine, and that's kind of set in modern day. Yeah. So it's yeah, that is diff- So I might be placing it completely um, centuries apart, but for me, it just it being a period. Um, uh, so just more the environment rather yeah, than the story. Yeah, I think so. Um, but th- again, it's kind of a battle of wits between two female okay. um, characters. Um, there's the kind of stuff going on and s- stuff unspoken. Um, yeah, so that meets Bound. I don't know that. So Bound is, um, I think, the first big film that the Wachowskis did. I was going to say the Wachowski brothers, but they're not brothers anymore. Um how can they not the, be brothers anymore? Uh, one of them uh, is now a woman. Oh, right. Uh, Larry became Lana. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, so they uh, made this film before The Matrix. It was the thing that kind of, I think, brought them to international right. um, attention, okay. acclaim. There we go. Um, and it's a, it's a similar thing of, I mean, it's kind of a, a bit of a lesbian love story. Um, and there's a guy it's kind of like a, a triangle of two women oh, okay. and a guy and there's feelings between them and there's lots of kind of this isn't a, absolutely what's going on and there's subterfuge and all of this kind of stuff okay um, so yeah and sounds it's, it's similar a, then yeah it's a very good film it's a very it's it's one of those classic kind of um, relatively low budget films in that a lot of it's set within like a couple of apartments but it's it's good okay um, yeah so Bound meets Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragon interesting uh, and finally would you would you recommend this film yes I would yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a good film it's um, I would yeah 
visually very interesting. Yeah, I think it's got a really strong story. Yeah. It's a bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very visually interesting. It's very good at creating a mood. Mm. Um, yeah. It's a thumbs up. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so that is our spoiler-free review of The Handmaiden. The Handmaiden. So go out, watch it, or stay in and watch it. It's on Amazon. We watched it on Amazon. We watched it on Amazon. Um, yeah, and then come back and listen to uh, the rest of the review after the spoiler alert. So you've watched the film. Great. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. So now we've got our traditional five point rating system. Okay. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? You go first. I'll go first. I'll go first with a plus. Go on. Um, I really liked how much they uh, made you get behind the main girl. The Handmaiden. Yeah. Because um, obviously it's in three parts, and the yeah. first part is pretty much all her. Yeah. And she doesn't really factor in the second part at all. Yeah. Um, but they do a really good job. I always think it's... I don't know. I don't know whether it's just a case of if you're with a character for a certain amount of time that yeah. you just naturally start to kind of empathise with them. Yeah. Or whether it's something else. But obviously yeah. she is a, a bit of a shyster. Yeah. And she's going in to deceive this rich woman. Yeah. And with the intention of locking her up in an insane asylum. Which is pretty Which harsh. is a real awful thing to do. Yeah. And yet I kind of felt like I was on her side. Yeah. Um, and I think... As it progressed. As it progressed. And yeah. I think part of that was that they did a very good job of building up their love yes I thought that was really really effectively done yeah in in that kind of classic um, like period drama of like we can't say anything yeah and we you know it's not like today where it's like oh I just found her on Tinder and yeah, I was yeah. Right, right and then we do yeah I slept together oh yeah and cut the drinks <laughs> um, it's all like you know it's all stares and halted breaths and a little kind of glancing brush of hands or whatever it might be and it's all very understated and I think yeah. that's a really yeah you yeah. really kind of bought it yeah. I think and therefore the kind of conflict that she had in yeah. do I want to go ahead with it do I not want to go ahead with it and um, yeah. yeah so I th- yeah I really kind of got behind her yeah um, even though she was ostensibly the bad guy well everybody's the kind of the bad guy in this film there's lots of everyone's trying yeah. to trick each other yeah yeah there's like that bit when she uh, is gonna uh, hang herself yeah um, and she's like oh you think you're tricking me but I'm tricking you and I was gonna you know I'm gonna leave you in the insane asylum I would apologise but you were gonna do the same thing to yeah. me, so let's just leave yeah. <laughs> alright fair enough yeah um, yeah so I thought that, that the main the handmaiden yeah um, was very good yeah, I agree. Um, I have a couple of points, I guess, that would agree with that. Ooh. Um, so let's start with... Um, I really liked that... Uh, yeah, of the... Th- I've got two kind of overlapping points here. I guess <clears throat> I really liked the main characters. Yeah. is The three main characters. Yeah. I would say the two women a lot more than the guy, but... Um, but he he played he his well role sketched. well, you know. Yeah. And I yeah I thought all of them were yeah very kind of 
developed as mm. characters. And so, yeah, you and you and the structure of the film got meant you got to know them all. Yeah, like quite well. Yeah, particularly the two girls. Yeah, um, and. Yeah, I just really like that because, yeah, you, you get behind them all, really, to some yeah. extent. Maybe not the guys so much, but yeah. um, you get to hear their side, their version. And I think it's, um, yeah, really kind of great tool in getting you, um, allowing you to feel like you're kind of getting some kind of insight and some kind of, um, I don't know what, some kind of awareness of them that you don't always get in films. Yeah. You know, and I loved what I think what I my favorite part of the film, which is um, kind of funny because it's so early on, mm-hmm. is you have that beginning bit where she's going to the handmaid, uh, she's going to the lady, and she's yeah. the handmaiden, and blah blah blah, and then she she says narrates over and she says, "Oh, you think I'm a poor little Korean girl," and then it goes back and is like, yeah. "No, I yeah. was in on this," and it, you you know, and I just thought you've got my attention now. Like, yeah. because it's like, it's not the same old story. Yeah. I mean, not to say that story, but you know, it yeah. is kind of that girl, oh, what a woeful life. Oh, mm. isn't it difficult? What's she going to make out of this? Yeah. How will it work? And, you know, it was very, like, interesting because she automatically becomes an active character. Yeah. Um, that she wasn't before. Yeah. Before, like, in the other version of it. It's passive woman, mm. you know, girl, young lady, whatever, being Drawing taken advantage this, yeah. of and, you know, kind of whatever. It's a shitty life exactly. with some rich person. Exactly. Um, so I just thought I really liked that. And I, I thought, yeah, it kind of took each section to let you have some insight into all of the characters. Yeah. Um, and it just dragged it out enough that you were interested. Yeah. Like you were. It wasn't like, here's everything you need to know about this character. Yeah. Now here's the story. It was those two things together, yeah. growing together. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So I loved the two characters, uh, all three characters, but I thought both the women were very good. There's potentially an interesting point to be made mm. that would you therefore have got on board more with the man, would you empathise more with the man if he, like the rich woman, had had time spent to say, hey, Tell his story. he had a tough upbringing. Yeah, potentially. He's... Although, I mean, they go pretty out of their way to make him seem like a bit of a dick. Yeah. You know, like when they're talking about money and he's yeah. like, oh, you know, I only ever wanted... Uh, I don't want money as such, but I want yeah. to not have to care about Just money. Just want to be rich. Yeah, and he's so enamoured with being rich yeah. that you can't really... Yeah, that's a fair point. You know, because he does kind of indicate, he kind of mentions about a tough upbringing yeah. of sorts. You don't get a proper... And all he wanted to do. Yeah. Because he says when he's when he makes the deal with the rich woman, yeah. of like, you know, I've worked for this specific thing yeah. for like yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And he's a man. He's a, an adult man yeah. when he makes that decision. Yeah. Whereas you get the feeling the two ladies are a lot more naive, yeah. a lot younger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas he feels... I mean, I, I would say what I liked about him is he's honest. Yeah. And he's not, you know... He, he's very straightforward about what he does and doesn't want yeah. out of this. And in fairness to him, he does follow through with what yeah. he says he's going to do. Yeah, he's lying but, to the handmaiden, but yeah. to the lady, he's like, yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. This is the situation. Here's the deal. Do yeah. you want to go forward with it? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know because I think he's, I think he's not a very sympathetic character. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I, yeah. I didn't really think of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's point one. Do you want yeah. to dive in with point two if it is? Uh, well, it's kind linked. of linked. Yeah. So the other point I liked was, uh, that, that, um, kind of traditionally in these kind of films, uh, where there's wealth and poverty, mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a very kind of much of a in a kind of Dickens type of way there's a very kind of good and bad uh, you know powerful and not powerful yeah. right and wrong and you know there's mm. kind of that but I felt like this completely blurred that and I liked that yeah I liked it that because she was poor she wasn't a victim yeah you know, and that actually, for a large part of it, she had the upper hand. Mm. Same with him. Yeah. Um, and I liked that, even though, and then you kind of start to feel, oh, I feel a bit bad for the woman, the lady, yeah. you know, because she's had this kind of awful life. Yeah. And, um, you know, but she's got all this wealth and whatever, but she's also not a victim. No. You find out, well, yeah. actually, she's not the victim yeah. you perceive her to be and she's i just got a grift going yeah exactly and although you know they're all kind of screwing each other over there's something i i liked like i say about that first bit i liked knowing that they were all active characters in this story yeah and there wasn't just this one getting carried along for the ride yeah um and i liked that they weren't victims uh and i liked yeah, I just thought it was interesting and different to have that. And I also liked that, therefore, at the end, you kind of get this great um, imbalance where these women who are victims yeah. are actually the ones that come out on top. Yeah. And the two men, who are both shits, yeah. um, you know, end up in dying Indeed. in the awful <laughs> circumstances. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I liked that it wasn't a film that just created victims out of poor people yeah and even the guy like uh he wasn't um he wasn't a victim throughout obviously and he dies in the end but you kind of like well whatever you screwed yourself yeah but like i say he was also an active participant in the film so all the characters had really kind of strong parts to play yeah it's it's kind of simple storytelling in that yeah isn't it it's very simple like goal like every character's got a very strong objective and yeah always moving towards that yeah. which makes for very interesting characters yeah because they're yeah they're not just sitting back and like stuff's happening to yeah. them it's like they're driving their own narrative even if it is yeah. a different narrative to what's actually playing out exactly yeah so I just really like that it wasn't a typical kind of uh, victim yeah you know wealth poverty good bad type of story it was a lot more yeah dynamic than that I yeah. thought I like that yeah nice Nice. Um, seems all too very positive, doesn't it? Uh oh. Here he comes. Let's go. Let's, let's neg it up. A go on bit. then. Um, for me, and I know this is something that I've brought up before in films, and um, it's something that I we possibly don't share <coughs> the same views on. Yeah. Um, I think there's too much sex. Yeah, you you're such a prude, aren't you? I just don't see the reason for it like I, I get I absolutely understand why there was sex in this film yeah sex was important to the story 
it's an awakening for both of them, blah, blah, blah. They didn't know that this, yeah, whatever it might be. They kind of, in some ways, fall in love through having sex. And it's this, oh, my God, like, yeah, this is a new thing. This, this is new. And um, this is wonderful. And this is just wonderful, just tremendous, wonderful lesbian love. Look at this scissoring, <laughs> tremendous scissoring. <laughs> um, but then, and it, I thought it was very telling or very weird that they... Because obviously there's lots of kind of flitting backwards and forwards in time as it, you know, reveals yeah. new information. But the first time that they have sex when yeah. they're in bed together for some reason. Yeah. Um, She's saying this is what the count will do to Yes. You. This is what's going to happen on the wedding night. Yeah. And they have sex. And it was very tastefully shot. Yeah. And there was like, there was a, clearly a lot of sex going on, including a, a vagina's eye view cam where she's kind of looking at it and she's going to go and go anything. to town. But you don't see it. There's kind of... To, and all of that, that's fair enough. But then when they come back and they show it later on in the film, it's just everyone's naked all the time. Yeah. But And I just didn't really understand what... And then later they have a re, they have a, a kind of quite a protracted sex scene again. Yeah. And I just think, well, I... Why do, why do we... Why is that important to the story? What's the later one again? Where I think it's where they're on the boat already, and they're naked, and they have the, those weird like sex oh the balls, balls yeah. Um, I just I just thought it was too much. I know what you mean. I mean there was a lot of time given to sex scenes. Yeah. It wasn't for me the the nudity level wasn't a problem, um, but there was a definitely a lot of time spent on it. Yeah. If you, you know, compared to other films, yeah. I think, in terms of minutes yeah. spent. It's like, why haven't we cut away already? Yeah. We know what's going on. Yeah. We've got everything that we need to get out of this uh, particular sex scene. Why, why haven't we cut away? Yeah. I, I know what you mean. I, I felt that potentially the time spent yeah. on it was indicative of the kind of like you say awakening of it yeah because they obviously they start off in this kind of fumbly kind of yeah. awkward way and then it becomes like more confident yeah. and they kind of you know get into it and get into the flow of it and you know feel much more I don't know what like happy with it and yeah. it, you know because they know that they're both enjoying it yeah which obviously um makes them enjoy it more kind of thing yeah um i think i think you're right i think it could have been cut down a little because i get yeah i get the, the purpose the sex of it. was important in both instances. yeah i think it was yeah in the first one it's like you say it's an awakening and they're kind of exploring it and they're kind of that kind of yeah, pushing like it slightly like, pushing are you, it each are you, time. Are you, are you into this? Because I'm kind of into this, but are you, are you into yeah. it? Are you okay with me doing this? Okay, yeah. Um, and then the second one was like, I kind of feel like a large part of the film with her kind of upbringing and her, it wasn't her dad or her uncle, I don't think he was related to her, the guy with the black tongue. Oh, yeah, that was her uncle. That was her uncle. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the time spent with him was like, gross weird sex stuff and so I guess the end is like this is beautiful sex this is good sex yeah happy sex couple of happy people having sex with each other isn't this great yeah um but you could have got yeah with a lot less 
sex, I think. But why? Why would you do I that? I just think it's gratuitous. It's uh. unnecessary. Maybe it's, I, it's, it's very possibly, from our discussions before, it's possibly just me um, being self-conscious about my perving or whatever. But I just think, I just feel like it's, I don't know. You like, felt it was a bit pornographic. Yeah. Yeah. A bit porny. And I just yeah. think. If I wanted to watch a porn, I'd watch a porn. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I must admit it was it was pretty graphic for a, yeah. for a film that yeah. it wasn't clear at all yeah. that that's what it was going to be about. I mean, you assume there's going to be some sex in it because yeah. it feels quite, I don't know what like, yeah, it felt like there was going to be some sex in Erotically it. Erotically charged. You yeah, know. but yeah, I I think I can understand what you mean. I I must admit it's a film that I'm glad we didn't watch at the cinema because there are quite a lot yeah the sex scenes go on for quite some time yeah and it's quite a weird at least for me and for most people I would think is a weird place yeah. to watch that kind of stuff yeah. like you know you can watch porn at home and then that mm. you're at home and that's what you're doing yeah but this was like oh okay mm. this is a different it's thing it's the reason that most of us don't attend porno theatres yeah because it's just thing I, I'll watch this. I'll watch this in my own yeah. hand. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. Cheers, anyway. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah. when I think about it in that sense, yes, I wouldn't have liked to watch this at the cinema. I certainly wouldn't have liked to have gone with my sister or my <laughs> mum or anyone. So, <laughs> what did you think? Um, yeah, so I think that's fair. Nice, good. So that was a negative. Okay, I'll do a negative then as okay. well, since it is related. Um, I've kind of already said it, but... Uh, I thought it was too long. Yes. Um, I thought that... It's hard because obviously I'm not a film editor, um, but I did feel like the film editor's job wasn't done very well. Yeah. Because I thought, of course there's all this footage. Of course there's yeah. all these wonderful scenes and there's a lot of stuff there. But there were some parts that I felt were over-egged. Mm -hmm. One that in particular... Um, I thought, and maybe this is just because it was towards the end, mm -hmm. um, was when they're uh, in the library and they're putting all the books, ruining all yeah. the books. I felt like that went on for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. Like, you're ruining all his books. Like, yeah. And that's great because, you know, obviously it's showing a kind of, you know, uh, defiance and a yeah. standing up for themselves. And ultimately the lady, she kind of gets involved as well. When she, At yeah. first she's just kind of watching and then she starts putting ink over them. Yeah. And it's great. And that's a really good scene. Yeah. But I thought it went on too much. Yeah. Like, I felt like it went on as long as it would have gone on in life. <laughs> you know, like, actually, There's how long does it take yeah, to, to destroy, destroy a, library. a library? And I just thought, come on, okay, I, I get it. So that's why I said about the sex scenes as well. I feel yeah. similarly that it's like, it's, it's the, it's, you need to portray what you're trying to get across um, efficiently yeah. rather than in its totality. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a film and people only have so long, you know, in mm. terms of their attention span. Yeah. And just their lives to <laughs> to watch this, you yeah. know? And so you have to, I feel like a film editor's job is to make sure that every moment is valuable and yeah. useful to furthering the story. Yeah. And that was one particular moment where I was like, I get it. Like, yeah. we can move on now. Mm. You know? And it, like I say, potentially that was because it was towards the end. Mm. Um, but... It was a little bit too long for me. Yeah. 
Uh, and I would say that for the overall film, and I think there are definite other parts. I think there was that part where she's um, like, uh, like what's it? Doing her tooth. Oh yeah. Were wearing down like her tooth. Yeah. I feel like that went on for a long that time. Did for a long time. Um, and I guess the point was of this kind of closeness and intimacy yeah. and you know kind of awkwardness and whatever. But I just was like, okay, I I. I'm there. Yeah. We can. Yeah. yeah. Let's move. Yeah. So I think that was my main criticism. Yeah. I would agree with that. I yeah. would agree with that. Because this is a, a two hour 24 movie. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I said on Instagram that I, I feel like there's a, like, I, this, this, this is the kind of film that I don't need it to be, like, most of the time I'm like, give me 90 minutes to 100 minutes of a film. Yeah. And I think that's, that's yeah. all you need. And a lot of the time when stuff goes longer than that, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, because it's a period film and I think things tend to yeah. unfold a little more yeah. sedately, like like a two-hour film, yeah. I think. I think yeah. this would have been good as a two-hour film. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it, yeah, a, a lot of things yeah were kind of um, overrated. I just had a little glance down on Wikipedia at what the uh, budget was. It says 10 billion <laughs> I was like, what? But then it's 10 billion Korean. Oh, I see. I was like, wow. (laughs) So it's $8.8 million. Um, Yeah. So uh, my, uh, another negative. Let's go for another negative. Uh, My (laughs) second negative is quite broad. Okay. Uh, Part two. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. It's a film in three parts. Um, And it was, yeah, the part two that was... For me, you didn't like that a one. big problem. Why? Because I loved the end of part one when it's like the little twist thing. Yeah, yeah. The the heel face turn. The the lady is actually in on the whole Involved thing, and they double crossed her. And yeah. She blah blah blah. And so then obviously part two is like right. Well, how do we get to that point? Yeah. But it just went on for so so long. Oh really? I just think you don't need all of that. Yeah. Stuff and then it. Yeah. To be honest, I I don't know. I don't one hundred percent know what the plot of this film was. Really. I don't. Um, I don't really get a lot of the stuff with the uncle with the books, and then at some point she's reading these out, and it's like a weird sex thing, and then she has sex with a wooden dummy in the air, and the yeah. guys are watching. And I was at that point. I think I even said to you while I was watching it the fuck are we watching here like this is yeah. what's going well, on well that was the weird it's the weird thing about the uncle isn't it so he's obsessed with like these rare books okay. or, or at least that's your perception at first and then you realise he's obsessed with the, like that's when she's ruining the library at the end yeah. because it's these erotic and what they you know perverted books okay. and then he's kind of pimping her out to read these books to turn on these men okay I guess for his own pleasure in some sense um, to entertain his friends, yeah. his kind of very well-to-do friends. Um, and the doll is, because they said in that book, didn't they, or oh, the page has been ripped out, so it's not valuable anymore, that page, because the right. author thought you had to see it yeah. to understand. The author obviously thought the words yeah. weren't enough, so he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to get her to perform it for you. Okay. So he was, yeah, effectively, you know... I guess showcasing his collection, showing off to his friends, yeah. and using her as a means to like turn them all on, and I guess that was his sick thing. It's just weird. It just went on for a long time. <coughs> for me. 
Like, I, I, and again, I get, like, I feel like there's a much more efficient ways of showing the uncle's a pervert. Yeah. As he says in the thing, and I'm just like an old pervert. And yeah. What do I do and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like there's better ways of doing that. It just, yeah. it seemed to go on for a long, long time to, like you say, to give you the, inf- like the information that you need is pretty much just from when the guy, from when the count yeah. knocks on her door and says, hi, here's the deal. Yeah. Like that's ultimately all I need from that. Yeah, but it was about telling her story, wasn't it, of her life. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it, it, it really didn't. Didn't like that. No. And it annoyed me that it was so long. And then part three comes along, and you're like, right, we're off to the races again, and we're, you know, here's the yeah. stuff, and here's the stuff, and they're escaping, and all of this kind of yeah. whatever. I just feel like, yeah, the second part dragged for me mm. quite significantly. So that's where you feel like the editor didn't do yeah. his job there. Yeah. Tighten it, or he, the scriptwriter as well, I guess. Yeah. Because the whole stuff about the, you know, yeah. acting out the whatever. I and think... I feel like you could, we could have got that as well, like because there's the stuff earlier on where he's like hitting her on the hand, yeah. when she's only a very little girl. Yeah. You're like, right, okay, I can get on board with that. So he's a he's a shit, and he needs to. But then we have this whole other thing that of like now he's a he's a pervert, yeah, asshole, and it's I don't know. It just it was hammering home a point too much for me yeah more than it needed to okay um yeah well I mean I think I can understand why you feel that way because I think that the first story was inherently more intriguing yeah and so yeah you I feel like um it's almost like pausing that part of the film yeah. And so potentially that's like a frustration of yeah. like, come on, get through this. Okay, yeah. I get it. You know, whatever. Be more efficient. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't feel that way. I must say, I did feel it was too long overall. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have pinpointed it specifically to that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it could have been a bit more. That was yeah. For me, that was a bit. It just got very foggy and very yeah. like, what's going on here? I don't. I don't really get it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, part two is a negative for me. Well, for me, a positive was um, the layout and the structure. Sure. Just overall, the mm-hmm. fact that you are, like, I always think it's very clever to kind of retell a story yeah. and to say, you know, all these things were here, but you didn't notice them. And yeah. If you look at it from a different angle, it's a completely different story yeah. or it's a different type of story. And, yeah. Um, I really like that. I really mm. like when films are cleverer than you or, mm. or are saying, come on, catch up with me. Come yeah. on. Like these things, you should have seen this. And yeah. and it keeps you like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just, I potentially a personal thing. And that's why I said like it really is like Gone Girl because yeah. you have this whole story and you think you're off and you're like, mm. okay, I know what I've got here. And then... It says, no, no, no. Yeah. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. Like, let's go back. Yeah. And I just, I always love that. I think it's so clever tying all those things in. And, mm. you know, you start to notice things. You're like, oh, yeah, because mm. that's why the thing. And that did seem odd, but I didn't really pick yeah. up on it. And, you know, things like that. Like with her saying, oh, let's play maid. And, yeah, you know, and you think it's because she hasn't had anyone. And she mm. wants this kind of companionship. And isn't yeah. it fun to have a woman here who she can play with and she's been so lonely and actually she's kind of deceiving her and the, the, my favourite bit was of that was um, knowing that she can't read 
and then showing oh, her her yeah. name and saying, no, this is your name. Yeah. This is how you write your name. Yeah. So if, everyone, if anyone says, how do you write your name? Yeah. She'll write out like that. Oh, you tricksy madam. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. And so I really like that. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, makes it very intriguing and very interesting. But yeah. I know what you mean. It can mean that you can become a bit impatient because mm. it's effectively retelling what yeah. you've just seen. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, but I really like that. No, I, I do too. As much as, yeah, part two did drag it down for me and kind of muddied the waters quite a lot um the first thing the first plus point that i put down was an unreliable narrator yeah like that's always yeah. fun inherently always. intriguing just anytime the rug can be pulled from under you like yeah. oh okay yeah okay yeah sure and it's like i say that moment when she says oh i bet you think i'm a poor korean yeah. girl because they have two of them yeah they get away with two of them yeah and you're like oh okay yeah. Let me hear what you've got to say then. And so already, yeah, on that set, on the, on the, with the handmaiden. Yeah. You're kind of, I mean, you're like, oh, right, I know what's going on. Yeah. And the lady doesn't know what's going yeah. on, but I know what's going on. And then the lady's like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, you think you know. <laughs> you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, boy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, really interesting for me. Yeah. Um, and then I have one more point. Do you have another? I have one more point, yeah. Go on, let's hear your... Uh, my one more point. Um, for a film that is, uh, yeah, kind of a period piece and a, a very well-acclaimed piece, and it's all about, you know, it's all upstairs, downstairs, and <clears throat> servants and maids and yeah. wealthy people and all of that, I thought this was really funny. Yeah. There are a lot of points yeah. where it was played for comedy. Yeah. And I just think you so rarely see that it's all yeah. very kind of buttoned up and just like oh I'm going to have four seconds of a shot of you looking at this thing and then there's going to be another four seconds of like you just walking along a, a snowy path and then it's all going to be it's yeah. like no this had some kind of funny like yeah. edited comedy stuff yeah um, and some funny lines funny lines yeah the the, yeah. the guy becomes endearing not because of anything that he's doing but just because he is such a shit and he's yeah. funny with that um so yeah, I just thought for yeah it, for this kind of film, it's very rare for um, yeah uh, the comedy to be played so broadly. I suppose yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and I yeah it really yeah I, I really like that. yeah and I think that's credit to the main three actors as well. Yeah. I thought they were all really good. Yeah. Particularly the handmaiden. Yeah. I really liked her. Mm. Um, but I did think they were. Did you good. buy into her entirely? Yeah. And she's just so she's so feisty and like yeah. funny. Yeah. You can't help but like her, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it is funny. Yeah, it, and it does feel different. Yeah. From the norm. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. That yeah. There's little moments of like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not used to laughing in yeah. period dramas. That's yeah. Really yeah, that's. And true, not in a kind yeah. of oh, this is some very amusing <laughs> wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah. kind of slapsticky, someone falling over, or yeah, like there's one bit I remember when the um, uh, when it flashes back to the count kind of coaching the handmaiden oh, how to do yeah. something, and he's like, "No, practice again," and he like slaps her on the bum and stuff, and that cuts in with the thing, and I, yeah, yeah, I just thought it was funny, yeah, which was unexpected and wonderful. Yeah, mm. that's always nice. I yeah. think. Yeah, it was a good thing. I like that. Um, and then my last point then was a positive, um, and it was it's quite broad, but I thought that there was oh, some. It was good. I liked it. 
Um, I liked it very much. It's quite broad, but um, I liked, uh, I guess, the visuals of it. But yes. what I mean by that what do you mean is by not that? just potentially it is cinematography and you could tell me that is the case I'm just not sure mm -hmm. but it was that I felt like partly it was the cinematography mm -hmm. one thing I absolutely loved oh. was the blackout thing because there were a few moments where yeah when there did were, they do that well they just said at the beginning didn't they oh the blackouts happen and oh whatever. yeah yeah and then it just made for some really like gorgeous kind of scenes and these yeah. kind of brooding moments yeah. of like her reading and it going black and then yeah. I just thought that was really kind of pretty basic tool just yeah. to kind of be like hey there's blackouts that's what happens yeah. but it creates a mood you, it yeah, kind of license. gives yeah license to have these almost like photographic moments yeah. because the light's coming on an and off and this is an image exactly. and then towards the end it was like yeah. jumping between locations exactly and, yeah. yeah and I thought that was just really good because mm. it had like yeah these just beautiful moments of just look at this and it's almost like like the, the cinematographer has been like hey like we've got some amazing photos in here yeah. like how can we make it yeah. so that it seems like a photo um yeah so I really like that and I just thought overall that kind of stuff created such a good mood for the yeah. film um so the 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 layout of the house um, the like basement-y feel mm -hmm. the fact that it feels in the middle of nowhere yeah. the like cherry tree and the kind of yeah. the hauntingness of that of the the hang somebody hanging from the tree mm -hmm. um, all that kind of thing I thought I really liked it it really created a mood of this place yeah. it's almost like a haunted or haunting place yeah. um, and yeah, I, I thought it did a good job of making the uncle just seem grotesque and awful. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that all played into this mood of almost him, almost fairy tale esque yeah. in its way mm. um, of him being the kind of bad uncle. And, yeah. You know, like him saying, I'll oh, remember the basement and mm. stuff like that kind of stuff is kind of tropey yeah. of a fairy tale, but it worked the really can't well. Escape yeah. Without. And it yeah. was very fairy tale ish. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got this monster. They turned out to just be an octopus. Yeah, which was gross. I mean, though. which is gross, but then it's like, well, what's that going to... Because it's just in a I don't tank. know. I don't know. But it was all just weird down yeah. there, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, so I just thought that the visuals of it and the, and the way in which the visuals created a mood... Yeah. Like the environment, yeah. as well as the visuals, created a mood. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very good. Mm. I really liked that. Visually stunning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I'd agree, yeah. Thank yeah. you for your agreement. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so what what did you give it in the end, then? It was very positive, wasn't it? Yeah, so I was four out of five. Four out of five, Tiffany B. And you, three? Three, yeah. Yeah, I did... It, it did the, the length is the one that kicked really it Really frustrated you. me. It really frustrated me. And, yeah, it got very weird and very... Here's yeah. flash briefing. Alexa, Hello, Stop. Why are you? <laughs> why are you kicking off, love? Enough. Shut up. From you. Honestly, it's terrible. Just can't get the stuff, can you? Jesus oh my god. Um, yeah, the, yeah. We, there was that point where I was saying, like, what the fuck am I watching here? Yeah, I, I think it gets very weird. Any film where I say that, 
like that's a big knock on it yeah <laughs> you know what I mean um yeah but there was so much really really good yeah. stuff as well it was yeah. yeah for me a very frustrating film because there was moments of real what the fuckery yeah like just dross like, what is this what yeah. is going on here but then there are other points where you're so into it yeah um, and very clever, I thought. I thought clever. it was a very clever yeah. film. And like I say, for me, the best thing about it was that there were just all the characters were active in yeah. the ro- in the film, uh, in the story rather. And so then that made it feel a lot more kind of pacey. Yeah. Especially for a long film. Yeah. Where pace can be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. Part one was very pacey, and part three, I feel, was very quite pacey yeah but then the second one like really took the second part of it felt more like a kind of period drama yeah a classic period slower. drama of like oh we're in this house and it oh, takes a long time and oh there's weird sex performances I mean not that that's a traditional period thing I mean that's what I usually expect <laughs> bloody Jane Austen innit she was all over get it. out the sex doll <laughs> where's your sex octopus lady scissoring doll <laughs> Uh, yeah delightful delightful um, so yeah uh, thank you Tiffany B for joining me for you're this. welcome thank um, you for having me feeling a little bit poorly I know feel better feel oh, better thanks. wouldn't you um, fluids and rest yeah um, <laughs> and thank you uh, dear listener uh, for listening to this uh, podcast for listening to the next podcast that we'll be getting up next week what will it be about who knows? It could be an anime one because we're going to be. be watching some anime films next weekend, aren't we? Yeah. Or it might be another one and then we'll do the anime ones for the next week. Yeah. I don't know. Just whatever it is, it's going to be fucking brilliant. Um, so, yeah. For all of this and for, for everything that you are, dear listener, I have simply one thing to say. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs>